Welcome to the Mosaic of Marion, a weekly podcast hosted by Dr. Henry M. Meadows, Jr. and presented by Marion Baptist Church in Chatham, Virginia. It is our sincere hope that you'll join us each week as we explore what it means to be part of God's big picture through biblical discussions about the saving power of Jesus Christ and what it means for our lives each and every day, starting today. What's up out there, podcast land? And let me just say, that's some long intro music. <laughs> Once again. So, hey, you might have heard some sniggling in the background. We we have a guest here today. We don't have Miss Mona. She is off with her daughter down in Texas. Hey. Everybody say hey. Hey. Hello. Um, Drew's being weird. Um, so I have my youth pastor and also my son here with us. Drew is sitting in Miss Mona's chair today. What's up, Drew? Nothing much. I was going to say good, but you didn't ask me that question. So I tried to answer it on the spot. Hey, and what were they? So, we got, it right out so the today gate. we got Youth Pastor Drew. We all have nicknames here. And we have Producer DJ Dan. Hey, how's it going? So um, the two pastors have sort of the lamest ones, Pastor Hank and Youth Pastor Drew. The other two got Home Slice and Miss Mona and Producer DJ Dan. Dan's got two. Well, I guess Miss Mona does too, okay. in a sense. So anyway, hey, man, glad you guys... Drew, what's up with you, man? How's well, that baby know, doing? Uh, not sleeping during the day, but I'm just happy she's sleeping at night, getting some rest at least. That's the important Yeah, piece. man. She's a little over two months old. She's almost 10 pounds. So and she loves her like paw paw. <laughs> Let me just say that. Producer DJ Nan, what's going on? What's good, brother? I'm good. No babies in the house. I'm all right with that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, everything, everything's Except going for great. you. It's going great. Except for me. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> oh, that is sort of sad. Hey, so before we get started, um, we have some breaking <laughs> breaking news on the, the podcast scene. Um, talk to us about the Goose of Grace. Yeah, so Goose of Grace, if you haven't noticed, has taken a bit of a hiatus for the last two, three weeks. Sorry, um, Grandma. <laughs> yeah, my mom is like not happy with you guys. So we are taking a break probably until um, late August, early September. And just that's a break. That's a break. <laughs> just say that. That's, a, that's break. a break. It's a whole season. <laughs> <laughs> so um, the way you find out when all that kicks back off is just make sure you're following our Facebook page. Uh, we'll keep that up to date as things progress. But we will be back and it will be before October. We'll go that route. That, that wow, some, dude. Some that's space pretty, to work. <laughs> that's pretty broad. It will be this year, at least. Oh, my. Well, anyway, so. But hey, it's coming. Like I said, seriously, um, I wasn't even given any hint that they were not going to be, and I'm looking for it one day. And so I text them. You know, guys know how I live tweet them, a.k.a. live text them. <laughs> so I live texted them out there once one Monday, and I said, dude, where, where's the new episode? And they're both like, um, well, you see, what happened was um, we sort of taken a pause, and I was like, what? Y'all didn't even let me know. Well, and the crazy thing about that was it wasn't like a planned pause. We um, we both just knew it was yeah, time so the same week. Sunday, yeah. Sunday, Dan, you know, we hadn't. Okay, we don't want to hear no more. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. so let's move on. <laughs> okay. This sounded way more dramatic than it needed to. I mean, you were talking, what, so what were you saying? I was uh, literally I was, picking. Uh, no, I was, I was just saying. <laughs> you sort of got hung up on that word I did, Sunday. I was trying to figure out what happened. So Sunday, Dan, Dan came up to me and was like, hey, we haven't recorded a podcast yet. And I was like, yeah, we haven't. And so he was like, how about we just end it? <laughs> I was like, cool. But, no, but we're both in school. I must say, it worked out great for me because at that point I was getting swamped with a new baby. I still, I'm still in, you know, seminary, and I, I'm 
I, I have a job here, like a full-time <laughs> job here with, with my youth. And I know Dan's going through the same thing, minus the kid. Um, Podcasting I, takes a lot. It does. And so we felt we just needed to get to a point where less... We just got to kind of reorganize and, yeah. and get, every, get our ducks in a row. Yeah. Yeah. Get them ducks in a row. Let me know how that works out for you. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so, hey, we're in First Corinthians. So I was listening to a sermon on this today, and, man, it just got me all kind of jacked up. And um, so I want to talk about it with you guys tonight. Um, first, they literally, these two guys in front of me, literally had no clue until about 10 minutes ago what we were talking about. <laughs> so um, this is sometimes how you got to roll as a pastor, man. I want to talk about the cross. And I want to talk about what um, the dynamic of it, um, what it's about, and First Corinthians chapter one, and really going to deal with verse eighteen and nineteen, and maybe a few others right there. Where you know, you know us, wherever we go. But um, I'm going to read, and then Drew, I'm going to ask you to say a prayer after I read, and then we're going to dive in with that and um, be thinking about some hymns, guys. All right. Here's the Bible says, 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 18, for the word of the cross is folly. I really like that. Some translations say foolishness, but I, I actually like the word folly. To those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. For it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise and the discernment of the discerning I will thwart. Drew, pray. All right. Um, dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for, um, thank you for allowing us to... Um, dive deeper into your word lord um be with us as we go through this let's say only what you would have us say lord and um please let this uh reach somebody lord who who may not know you and let this bring them closer to you lord and you pray amen 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 i thought drew's gonna get confused about the weekly deep dive there as he talked about it i tried not, I tried not to laugh <laughs> <laughs> and he came out hey by the way just a little shout out man we do have a youtube hit comes out on wednesdays usually unless adobe has a problem we're um, back. We're back. We're back. Yeah, we're back. Um, <laughs> so that drops Wednesday, some point, usually Wednesday afternoon, yeah. um, based on my sermons or, or whoever preaches on Sunday, not just me, um, but whoever preaches on Sunday. So here we go. One of my favorite hymns of all time, guys, is When I Survey the Wondrous Cross. Um, you know, I know it's it's been refashioned and, and the like out there, and um, I don't care who sings it. I just know I love it. Um just hear, hear a few of the words. When I survey the wondrous cross on which the Prince of Glory died, my riches gain I count but loss and poor contempt on all my pride. Forbid it, Lord, that I should boast, save in the death of Christ my God. All the vain things that charm me most, I sacrifice them to his blood. See from his head, his hands, his feet, sorrow and love flow mingled down. Did air such, this is just, did air such love and sorrow meet or thorns compose so rich a crown? Good gravy. Somebody say amen to that. I love that. When you look at the cross, the, the the let's just be honest, what I would consider the instrument of most pain and suffering in all the world, yep. it's that which God said I'm going to use to purchase the salvation yep. of all you sinners. Now, I sort of asked them to have a hymn that they thought, what, 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 what hymn do you guys got? Um, I'm going first so he doesn't steal mine. <laughs> So mine will be at the cross. <clears throat> it's because of one little little section. Well, I mean, all of it's really good, but one little section stands out to me. It's um, at the cross, at the cross, where I first saw the light and the burden of my heart rolled away. It was there by faith. I received my sight. Now I'm happy all the day. Um, right there, yeah. <clears throat> the cross is, I mean, that's where you first saw the light. That, that's the you know, foundation of the Bible. If you can't believe in the cross, mm -hmm. you're not going to have any faith. So, right. I mean, right there, I mean, that's just flat out truth. 
You, yeah. There's no if, ands, or but about it. And the burden of my heart rolled away. That was the whole purpose of the cross was to take our burden away, was Jesus to go to the cross and, and die for us and take that burden. In our stead, <clears throat> yeah. as it were. And so, and then you get, it was there by faith I received my sight. You know, we always talked about believing without seeing, but once you believe in that, you see all of God's, yeah. you know, riches, all his miracles. And then, you know, a, someone died for you so you could have eternal life with, with the creator of the universe. You're going to be happy, yeah. you know. Like, like you always say when you preach, it's not, you know, we don't need to have a funeral every Sunday. Yeah. It needs to be a celebration. I'd rather have a pep rally for Jesus than a funeral any day. And you would think, you know, that we don't need to be reminded to be happy that, that we were saved from hell and given, you know, eternity in heaven. But you'd yeah. be surprised how often <laughs> oh, we, we act like we forgot you it, know, you know. Seriously, I just had this thought when you're saying that. The reason so many people, so many Christians are what I call eel Christians. Mm-hmm. They are so focused on this life and not the life to come. No. When the Bible clearly teaches Colossians chapter 3, set your mind on things yep. above, not on things of the earth. You know, when you set your eyes on, on Jesus and on heaven— the things of the earth that we sing a hymn will grow strangely dim. Yep. But when you have your mind and eyes focused solely upon this life here only, dude, you're going to be sad all the stinking time. Yeah, it's, it's going to drag you down. And yeah. I, I think people think when they when they come to salvation, God knows them something, like yep. an easier life. <clears throat> and God so, don't know you jack And so, you know, when, 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 they, when, they, when they pray, <laughs> you know, when, when, they, when they pray for something, when they, you know, for like someone to get healed in their family or, or something, you know, a miracle to happen and God, you know, it doesn't fit God's plan. Yep. So God doesn't grant it. They get mad at God and yeah. then you have even more EOR Christians. Yep. All right. Well, Dan, you never actually gave us yours. I was, I was trying to get out of this thing. No. Uh, so <laughs> so um, mine actually goes along with, with Hank's pre, pretty well. It's the old rugged cross, and it talks about cherishing the old rugged cross. And I like that description of the cross because, and this actually goes along with what we were just talking about a little bit, The there's the idea of this old rugged cross with, with blood, with you know the the stripes on it from the whip, all of that that goes in so stark of a contrast compared to, you know, we see it as a piece of jewelry now that we oh, see yeah, it's nice and shiny. It's this yeah. nice, clean little thing. And it wasn't. And, and it as just, Drew has on over there, he's pulled out of his shirt and showing, you know, he's a cool hipster, man. <laughs> so, but, but in contrast to that is, is this idea that, I mean, our, our salvation came at a, a price. It wasn't this painless, instant thing it was the this horrible act that that allowed us to have salvation for and and to live in heaven for eternity and, and what's what's crazy is because i talked about like near easter i had an easter lesson with the youth and i just talked i talked about it's a good time to have a easter lesson <laughs> yeah. during easter and so I, I just talked about what like what jesus truly went through you know yeah with, with, with the whip that had glass and stuff in it so yeah. you know when, when it i'm not gonna go into detail i'll just leave it there uh, yeah. Yeah. um but just to, like I went through that, and like the youth were freaking out, saying "Stop, stop!" Like, but like, like if we're real with it, that's what Jesus went through for yeah. for us. This was not something painless that that gained our salvation. And you know, Hank, you you've mentioned multiple times the the passion of the Christ. Yes, that people you know are always like, "Well, that's so gruesome," but it probably did not go far enough it, it, if we're well, looking for realism. Let's be um, flat out honest; it didn't. I mean, yeah. you, you read Isaiah fifty three when it talks about that you couldn't tell he was a man. Yep. They pulled yep. his beard out. You couldn't tell he was a man and, and, and the like. So jumping in real quick to this, um, man, it's just a bunch of stuff that just jumps off. For the word of the cross is folly. Now, the word, so this is talking about the preached word. If you go down the, 
to verse 21. For since in the wisdom of God, the world did not know God through wisdom. It pleased God that through the folly of what we preach, through, there it is, that same word, folly, uh, foolishness, whatever. And the word there means, it means literally, we get our word moronic from it. We get our word moron. Know any of them? <laughs> stop, stop. Don't call me that. Anyway, <laughs> my, so listen. My father's called me that on multiple occasions. <laughs> there I'm it very, is. You're in first no, Corinthians. I'm very fond of that word. <laughs> it tickles his fancy, as it were. <laughs> it literally means, though, nonsense. Yeah. Have you ever thought about this and absurdity? I've had a person tell me before and sharing going, dude, that's, are you seriously, oh, are yeah. you foolish to think that? But I was going to, let me go back. Take time out. Go back to what we were saying. Could you imagine wearing that cross back in um, New Testament times? Mm -hmm. And somebody would be like, what do you got around your neck? The the very thing that was horrific back then, we now lift up. Right, right. We cherish the old rugged cross. They would not have said that back in the day. that's absolutely absurd. That would have been absurd to them. And it's even absurd absurd to people today that they think it's folly to those that are perishing. Um and I really, man, I got so much right here we could talk about. Um, guys, just jump in because I'll be the took over. <laughs> I'll be the took slap over here tonight. Um, in this one verse, it tells us the two groups. You've heard me say before, there there are two groups of people: the saved and unsaved. Mm-hmm. Cuts across race, gender, everything. It's just ultimately it comes to you know the Bible says there's either male nor female, Greek nor and all that. Right. Um, slave or free, whatever. Really, there's only two groups of people in all all the world, saved or unsaved. Mm-hmm. You're either going to heaven or hell, and that's what the cross is about. You ever thought about I mean, that's what the cross is all about, is to put you in one of the two camps because the word of the cross is followed to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved. Yeah, yeah. There's that division right there. There's yeah. a division. Those that are perishing, which literally means to be loosened, and what it means is this picture that you're already being loosened from Jesus more and more the older you get that's why I believe it's sort of harder for someone that's of older age you know if you get to the age 18 and you never accepted Christ the numbers plummet oh yeah 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 you know uh, as far as and I mean I just think about my ministry and and I just want to give God a word here I've led two 80 some year old people to faith the number is minuscule of 80 year olds that come to faith in Jesus you know so um well, and, and one thing I want to add right there, you're talking about, you know, like loosening from God is they're doing the loosening. God does not, you know. Yeah, they're, they're just, they're staying yeah. away. Yeah. Because a lot of people blame God, you know, well, why won't, you know, they, they blame God, like, well, well, how come God didn't just make me saved or something yeah. like that? And and, we, and when you look back, and <clears throat> I'm pretty sure it's Genesis, it might be Exodus. Um, wow. Yeah. Where God hardened Pharaoh's heart. I'm sorry, I'm drawing. That would be Exodus. Exodus, just making sure. Hence the um, name Exodus. <laughs> it was the Exodus out of Egypt. Sorry. Sorry, put me on the spot. We got you. We Exodus. Got you. But yeah, Exodus. You Wait know. a minute, time out. Did we put him on the spot or did he put himself <laughs> on the spot? I didn't have time to do research. Uh, you were saying, Drew. But yeah, so Exodus, you know, we see Pharaoh harden his heart every single time except the last time because he, at that point he was too far away, you know. And so God hardened his heart. Yeah, ten times of the Bible will say Pharaoh hardened his heart, but ten times it also said God hardened his heart. And really what that points to is that God gave Pharaoh what Pharaoh wanted. Yeah. Well, I, I, apparently I'm playing the the Hank Meadows greatest hits tonight <laughs> because it is something I've heard you say time and time again. God doesn't list. send you to hell. You make the choice yes, to go to hell do. by choosing anything other than Jesus. Absolutely. And I mean, think about it. to go to hell, 
you have to climb over the cross of Jesus mm-hmm. that we're talking about tonight that seems like foolishness, but understand it is not. You got to crawl over the life of Jesus. You got to crawl over every sermon you've ever heard preached, if you've ever been, or every Bible, or everybody that anybody's ever shared the gospel with you. But to go to heaven, you just believe and receive. Yep. You believe in Jesus and receive his free gift of salvation. You're right, Drew, but that's your choice. You're loosening, yeah. in a sense, your yeah. own f- fact from Jesus. I, was gonna say, I, I, feel, I feel like it's an important part to make, like, to make, just to make sure we add because. Some people do blame God for you know. Yeah. Well, he didn't. He didn't lead my uncle to salvation. Yeah. And and that, that that's not that's not God's mo. You know. Yeah. We come to him. He's a loving God. He he, he gives us free will to choose. He's just sitting there waiting. He's yeah. waiting for you to come. That whosoever. Yeah. Yeah. And, and by the way, I would say that's actually not true. God drew. I, I believe every person that's ever been born. This is Hank Meadows theology. I believe God has drawn at some point at least once every person mm-hmm. ever born. Well, he has drawn you. You said no. Oh, absolutely. Because I mean, I don't fall into the camp that says God sends certain people to hell. Well, I don't I, believe that. I mean, at, at, at some point, you're going to come in contact with, with Jesus, and it's, it's going to be hard. I mean, it's going to be hard for you to say no, but people still say no. All every, every oh, yeah. Sunday, and, yeah. and but I, I completely agree. Like everyone is going to have that, that spot yeah. where it's just flat out. Hey, here it is, me, right or, for you. Yeah, and. It's just yeah. some. It's just some say no. But look, the other the other group, it says in the rest of so that's loosening then the other one is but who are being saved now catch that who are being saved so once you say yes you know salvation has three aspects it's um salvation sanctification or salvation has justification you're made just that's what salvation does sanctification you're being saved Mm -hmm. and then glorification you are saved from sin presence penalty uh, everything so this is all right my seminary students here in front of me. <laughs> this is in the passive voice, meaning we have really nothing to do with it. Right. We believe and receive, and that's it. Right. It's not our salvation is not based upon us, except for in our free will, we say yes to the gospel. The rest of it, God does in absolutely. Us. Now we have yeah. to be that open vessel, but it's God doing it. I cannot make myself more saved. I cannot make myself more anything unless God empowers me and works in and through me. By him. It was his death on the cross. It was not only part Hank has in it is to be the center. Mm-hmm. That's the only part. Anything else? Well, right. that, that, that's just shown through, you know, <clears throat> only way to to heaven is through Jesus. I mean, right right there. That, that That's what that's saying, right? Who are being yeah. saved, you know? And so basically what, what all you just said is wrapped up in the only way to heaven is Jesus. Yeah, and he makes it so that way. It, but it's the power of God, mm-hmm. dunamis. You know, it... it it's resurrection power. It's not just some Johnny Come Lately power. Yeah. It's resurrection power. Power. I mean, you talking about powerful? And I've shared for I've seen dynamite. You know, I worked with my dad during summers, and we would have to dynamite rock at times. And I mean, that stuff is crazy wild when it explodes and it throws rocks everywhere and here there. This is way past that. The power to raise a soul from the dead. Jesus, to raise Jesus from the dead. I literally was sitting here yesterday. Um, shout out. Um, I had the privilege after church to lead two people to faith in Christ yesterday. And so one of them was a younger person. And so as I was talking to them, I just said, so what happened there on the cross? And because they, you know, the usual thing they were saying, I, I like to make sure that they know. Mm-hmm. And they were like, well, Jesus died on the cross. I'm like, was he really dead? They're like, Yeah. <laughs> And then I'm like, so, but then what happened? Well, on the third day, he rose again. I'm like, wait a minute. If he was really dead, how did he rise again on the third day? 
And so they give me this stupefied look. I said, so here's my question back to you. Was he really dead on that first day? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, well, so he rose again? Yeah. How? Preacher Hank, he's God. That's how. <laughs> God then rose him up from the dead. And I was like, oh, you pretty much got that right. I was about to say, if we had, if we had more supposedly mature believers that yeah, believed that, that, believe that he's God, he can do it. He's God. I, mean, <laughs> I don't really need to know the who or how. Or anything know. else about that. Yeah. You know, God is God, and God can do what God wants. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, I don't. I try not to. I'm sure I do in some way, shape, form, or fashion, but I try not to ever put any any handcuffs or well and and this goes back directly to what you were just talking about where you know the the word of the cross is follow those who are perishing what i've seen so many atheists turn to is like well you can't explain how so i'm not going to believe well if i explain every part of god he's not god yeah he's not god if i have all the answers there's a problem here exactly i want Uh, a god that i can't explain and you see that now And, and and it says you know I'm going to skip down a little bit. I just saw it. I will destroy the wisdom of the wise. The people that the world, especially right now, but I, it's it was happening long before I was even born. The people that are held in high authority now yeah. speak against every single thing God's holy word teaches us yes. to believe in. Yes, that's right. And, and so the, the world follows them and then says, well, how can you guys believe that? And that's how we, and, and I'm not going to get too far down this rabbit trail, but that's how we end up questioning Everything from when is a human a human to what yeah. gender am I? I mean, <laughs> I, it's just it is what it is, you know. Yeah. But and I had a thought; it just kind of crept up on me earlier today. You know, it's all about where you start. Yeah, the Christian yes. should start at God's word and yeah. work out from it. Biblical not, worldview, exactly. Not start from the world and find some way to to try to massage God's word into fit. Why is it we know, will take? Narrative everything that the newspaper says as oh, for facts. Gospel. Yep. Yep. But we want to question everything in the yep. Bible. Well it's also funny people take, you know, one verse and make thirteen others. Oh they'll build ag- yeah. agree, agree with that one verse yeah. rather than yeah. making oh, that yeah. one verse agree yeah. with thirteen others. Yep. You know? yeah, yeah, they, oh people just snatch hold of one verse and want to build their whole theology based around one verse. Oh yeah. Doesn't happen. By the way, to answer your question, this is mine and Mona's podcast, so I'll just go ahead and say it. Um life begins at conception. And what was the other thing you want to know? Gender. Gender. There's only two. God created them, male and female. End of story. All right. So anybody want to know where Pastor Hank stands? There you go. (laughs) Anyway, so notice what it says. Um, But it's the power of God. That's the force. Can you imagine the force of nature? And I I say it that way in a sort of a euphemism in a Mm -hmm. sense of that God is to take somebody that is dead and make them alive. And that didn't just happen with Christ. That happened with everyone who accepts salvation. And, yeah. and I think we forget that. Like we say, oh, but I'm a lot. No, your body is functioning. Yeah. But you're, you are bound for death unless you accept Jesus Christ. Too, too many people have that have that Nicodemus mindset and are so worried about the the <laughs> art of how to be born again rather <laughs> than just, you know, just accepting, hey, I was yeah. dead in my trespasses. You know, we're, we're so worried about the, the, the how it's done rather than. Hey, it's done. It's done. Hey, I, don't <laughs> need to know how. I didn't have to do it, so I don't need Maybe to know that. Maybe God made yeah. me so simple-minded. <laughs> I mean, and I'm not being false humility here, but and Drew, you know, you know, you would probably could understand what I'm saying with this. Not that you're not simple-minded. <laughs> didn't come out quite right, but you've known me for how old are you? Twenty-four. Most most of your life. So yeah, you've okay. known me for your whole life, except for the first few months when you didn't know what you were doing. Chilling. <laughs> but I mean. 
I just accept it, man. Yeah. I don't. I don't need it explained to me. Here's what I know. I, I I'm not. Sheesh. I'm not gonna chase this rabbit either. I can look out at the world and I can tell you based on the fact that we're set a certain distance away from the sun, not too far, or we'd freeze to death, not too close, or we'd burn up. We sit on just the right sort of axis here that as we're going around, yep. we have seasons that come around. Everything has its day. You know, Ecclesiastes, there's a season for everything. Yep. I can see that behind this intelligent design, there's an intelligent designer. Yep. Somebody had to make it. You're not going to tell me that the laws of physics st- – were not relevant when there was nothing out there. Right. But all of a sudden, they became relevant after it. No. Yep. I, I, I got two points with that. Is the, the chances of, you know, the Big Bang, you know, is. Uh, there's is, a Big Bang. Yeah. God said it and bang, and it happened. The chances of, of just just all of a sudden, boom, and like like you said, everything landing perfectly, there's a higher chance of a tornado going through a graveyard, I mean, uh, a scrapyard making a, um, a full, fully functioning fully, F, exactly. F 150. And so. Um, I heard 747, but we'll go with F 150. That's a fighter pilot. That's a little bit better. <laughs> But and my, and my second point is I'm going a little a little goose of grace here. You know, we a lot of us eat hot dogs, but we don't know how they're made. <laughs> That's, actually That's the good. only way I get to eat hot dogs <laughs> yeah. is because but, I don't but, but we're okay with that. We yeah, still eat hot dogs. That's a good point though. Yeah, we and eat like, hot dogs. You don't want to know with, with salvation and stuff that there's no way we can understand. We're like, oh no, I want to understand. Oh yeah, it's just yeah. Like, it's you don't want to know how the sausage is made. Let me tell you that, brother. <laughs> yeah. and that, but listen, I want to go to Romans chapter 1 real quick. Here, here, talking about this power of God. For, the Bible says in Romans chapter 1, verse 18. Um, no, 16, sorry. I can't see. 16. For I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God for salvation. Here it is, to everyone. Mm-hmm. So all you people out there that say it's not for everybody, put that in your peace pipe and smoke it. <laughs> it's for everyone. Listen, by the way, I've said before, the pimp and the hoe got as much uh, equality to get the gospel as the lawyer yep. and, and the doctor. Absolutely. And yes, I just word, used the word hoe. So anyway, so what, what, what I'm saying is that the ground is level at the foot of the cross, mm-hmm. and it is the power of God, this cross, this thing that so many want to question, that so many want to try to pick apart, this instrument of torture and instrument of death is actually... The instrument of life. Absolutely. Oh, my goodness. What a way to put it. Yep. It is truly an instrument of life. So we got through today. No major malfunctions here. Um, our time, is our time up? Uh, you sort of gave me that look. That we got, our a, few we oh, got, got a few minutes. Okay. We got well, anything left. Yeah. And then notice, then he quotes, so what? So, okay. A false ending there. So <laughs> then he goes on in the next verse, verse 19. I will destroy the wisdom of the wise and discernment of the discerning, and I will thwart. And that's just a fact of the truth. God's going to do what God, I wrote in my notes here, I said, God's going to use what God wants to use. Who would have ever thought he would have used a cross to bring salvation? I mean, yep. who would have thought it? Yep. Who would have thought that, uh, that uh, God would step out of heaven, put on flesh and blood, walk among us perfectly, die himself? That's the part I don't think we, we, we get enough. God himself died mm-hmm. on that cross. Think about it. I just want that to settle in. Apparently, Drew's off in Never Neverland. He God died on the cross. Who would have thought that would have happened, and then we could have our salvation purchased? Yeah. Well, and, and it also goes back to 
when you go through the Bible, the people that God uses. Oh, my goodness. And, and I hold on to this so tightly because for a long time in my life, and I'll be honest, depending on what day it is, even sometimes <laughs> today, it's like there's no way he can use me. Oh, yeah. I mean, look at me. Yeah. And, you know, he does. And, and it's just one of those things where that happens, and, and it, it doesn't happen because we just got lucky. It happens because the power of God is the important part of it. And when he uses people that, by the world standards, have no value, it shows the amazing value and power of God. Well, and 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 it goes back to again the story with Nicodemus and Jesus. Yeah, um, is is God used a conversation that was meant in the dead of night? Meant, so it's supposed to be only for for no one to know. Yeah, it was yeah. only supposed to be be between Jesus and Nicodemus. He used that. To give us the most quoted and the most mm. known verse in the whole Bible, gospel in miniature. Yeah, yep. I mean, and I mean, just look. I mean, look at that. that. That was a private conversation that was only supposed to happen. Nicodemus went for that just for Jesus, just to talk to yep. Jesus, for no one else to know about it, because otherwise he would have got made fun of. He would have, you know, like a lot of stuff would have happened. Nicodemus and right. God used that conversation to reach millions. And it's a perfect example of the wise being counted as foolish yeah. you know this was not a, an ignorant man that approached him you know yeah so um and i had something really important to say there and i totally just forgot it but anyway so well i was i was thinking as you're saying that Drew, i mean look think about all the all the great heroes of the bible though abraham was a liar david was a murderer and adulterer and a liar mm -hmm. um, oh, is that speech impediment okay oh <laughs> i was gonna say something um but Moses was a murderer as well. And yep. then, um, you know, Peter denied him three times. All the disciples ran. And so he can, you, the key is to let yourself be used. God can take a, a crooked stick and draw a straight line at any point. Um, man, this has been fun, guys. Yeah. Um, thank you, guys. Thank you, Drew. Um, Glad this I was finally invited back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's only been that six months. <laughs> anyway. Got marked on his calendar. Yeah, I, he, apparently, man. <laughs> So um hey, so really quickly sum it up. Give me one statement, literally one statement. I don't want two sentences. I want one sentence. Sum it up, and then I'll close this. Drew, I, I got something now. I completely forgot. So give me a second to to recalibrate here. Yeah, you only got one sentence. <laughs> one sentence. All right. Um. Okay, that's yours. The, <laughs> the cross is, is where it begins. There you go. Oh, and hey. ends. Okay, we'll we'll take that on. Yeah. Uh. No, we're we're talking about salvation. Uh, just know it doesn't depend on you. Yes. There you go. So what I was going to say a minute ago when I was thinking before I went off on all the other guys, here's why I want to talk about the cross. Do you understand the cross is the central aspect outside of Jesus? The cross is the central aspect of the gospel. Without the cross, there is no Christ. Yep. You know, anyway, I just thought somewhere else we could go with that. So, but anyway, I'm not, we can't go there. Hey, our time's up. Hey, Dan, pray for us, man. Yeah. Heavenly Father, we just thank you again for, for just this opportunity to to spend time with each other in your word and, and also to share it with, with anyone who would be listening, dear Lord. We just pray that uh, that the words we speak and, and that the time we share together be pleasing to you and that the moment that it's not, that it ends. And Heavenly Father, we just pray that this, this vessel of the podcast be used for your glory and your glory alone. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. Once again, I am Hank Meadows, pastor of Marion Baptist Church. Thankful we got youth pastor Drew here. See? Producer DJ Dan. Yep, yep. All right, thanks, guys. God bless you guys. Hey, if you got questions, send them to the Mosaic of Marion. And um, love to hear them. Miss Mona will answer them. Um, God bless you guys. See you soon. Bye. Yep.